0: Hey everybody, I'm Jackson. And I'm Lauren. And this is... Who It At, The Mass Singer Podcast.
1: Hey everybody. everybody. <laughs> Let's just start over. No, no, we're going. Lauren and I just stared at each other like, who's gonna, <laughs> like, do, who's this? gonna, who's who's gonna do this? Do who's gonna go? As if we haven't ever podcasted before. Golly. Well, welcome everyone. That's that's us. Hopefully this isn't your first show listening to us, because otherwise you might think we're unlistenable, but I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is...
0: Who is that?
1: The Masked Singer Podcast. And we are here to talk all things Masked Singer tonight. Specifically this,
0: Group C yes, again. This
1: Group C playoffs is what we just most recently watched. We have all of our guesses, our predictions, our comments on their performances. However, yeah. however, before we get into that, we have something we need to address yes. as a podcast, as two <laughs> human beings talking to other fellow human beings.
0: Yeah, so uh, you might remember last week we talked about a negative review we got that said that uh, we are not the real deal, not the official Mass Singer podcast, which is technically true. We are not the official Mass Singer podcast. (laughs) That is
1: absolutely true. You know. (laughs) However, (laughs) we don't advertise ourselves to be the official Mass Singer podcast. You know? But
0: you know what? We just wanted to say, the the person who wrote that review actually went back and changed their review. And, um, you know, gave us a positive review and was basically like, you know, I, I... Wrote this without listening to the show, yeah, and I actually like it, so yeah. we appreciate so, you changing your review. It does yeah. help us. Prop,
1: prop, props <laughs> to you for that. That was a a big move that you made to sort of to sort of go back. And we we didn't intend, but we actually we got a couple other reviews of people being like, well, they might not be the official Messenger podcast, but I love them anyway. No,
0: and we really appreciate you. I just want to shout out real quick. We uh, Hip bones and microphones. I love that. Garrett Gleason and L J Cool, who is definitely my mom.
1: Yes. So so, Thanks, shout out to mom. Lauren's mom. And who? Uh, I I guess we don't really need to say the person who who initially gave us a bad review, gave us a good review, whatever. But we do really appreciate, we appreciate that. It. You know who you are. Yeah. Um, we we do really helps yeah.
0: us move up the charts. Helps it, us it helps does. us show up on the first page when yeah. you look up the How, however. That's a big thing.
1: This is what I will say, Lauren. We definitely need to fabricate an enemy of the pod so that we could get people to give us good reviews.
0: That's <laughs> true. That actually was kind of helpful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. If you would like to create an enemy for the pod, you listening at home, and just make a review being like, man, that reviewer had no idea what they were talking about. This show is great. You know, maybe do it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just, just do that. Or you could just give us five stars because you like us. We'd We'd ap- we would that appreciate that We would appreciate that as well. However, there's a- it's always nice to have an incentive, I guess. Yeah. May, well, you might get your username and your review read on this show. True. We Well, we would again, do that.
0: if you want to put any of your guesses in the reviews, oh, yeah. any we of, totally that of that kind of stuff. Um, totally. Yeah, we'd love to read that on the show. Yeah, so.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, now that we're done with that, yeah. Uh, I guess a few housekeeping things. We have another podcast, our main podcast, The Green Light Podcast. We also release once a week, every Friday. Yeah. So listen to that. We uh, read Unproduced Grace
0: it's crazy plays and screenplays and going interview going the bed. writers <laughs>
1: i'm going to bed <laughs> no i'm kidding yeah unproduced plays screenplays interview the writers uh we also talk about some movies and tv shows that we've recently watched yeah uh you know besides we're the best people. singer
0: because we have a whole podcast exactly which, to that which is already. why we did that
1: uh, also uh find us on youtube uh, JNL, closet, uh, JNL closet, pods. closet Pods It has both of our podcasts on there We Right now, all, we've been saying it for a while That we're going to do actual video content But right now, all that we have is just Recordings of our podcast So if you, we'll for some there. reason you want to just listen to us On there, go for that too
0: uh, We also do have a Patreon The content yes, on there is true. primarily for our other show um, However, well, we right do Well, right now have... it's entirely
1: for our other show Well, it is,
0: you're right, it is entirely
1: for our other show <laughs> yeah. um,
0: But we do have some bonus content for you guys For who is that in the works?
1: Yeah, and um, our bonus content on there is super fun for the green light. So do that. Okay, I that's we're done. We're done. All right. We're done. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about what is now. Now I'm excited to talk about this. Our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. All right.
0: So this was an interesting one. I I wrote it down. So he came out in a pink cheetah print jacket. With a, it looked red, but I guess it was pink and black sparkly cape. I think it was and a deep a pink. silver and black kind of triangular looking mask. Yeah. Uh, he obviously took the cape and the mask off pretty shortly, but he did still have the cheetah print stuff. I didn't see his shoes. Did you notice his shoes?
1: They were bright, I assume. Probably. And sparkly.
0: I. That sounds right. That's sounds like my him. guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, this was... Oh, and he also had a white or like a cream color turtleneck on under the cheetah print jacket.
1: Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of this, Lauren? I
0: thought it was really interesting.
1: <laughs> interesting!
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The turtleneck under the the suit jacket kind of threw me off a little bit. Did it? I, Okay. I will admit. Um, okay. Also, the, the pink cheetah print... Cause I don't know. I do usually like the the subtler things. It's nice to have something sure. bright like this once in a while. Sure. But I kind of feel what's like your, maybe go rating, maybe go loud print or super bright color. What's what's maybe what's not your both.
1: What's your rating, Lauren?
0: My rating is a seven point five out of ten. Okay,
1: that's still that's still more solid than you were making it sound.
0: Well, I didn't hate it. It's just not my favorite. Sure. Outfit.
1: Lauren, I give this. A I thought 10 out it was interesting. I, I know you did. I saw you. I saw of you take 10. notes. <laughs> Listen, this is what, what I want. Said, this is what I've been waiting for. This, okay. All right. <laughs> may I speak? May <laughs> I have autonomy, please? You may. <laughs> this, this is, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. I want Nick Cannon for his crazy outfits. I don't want just a nice suit. We know he can pull that off. We know it. Everyone knows it. Most people can. That's why it's a staple in many people's outfits.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying what I like with the suit is when, you know, he's had like a cheetah print suit, but it's it's black and then the cheetah print is subtle. And I really like bright-colored suits, but I don't know if I like bright-colored, also-print suits.
1: Okay. Well, I disagree. This okay. was a 10 out of 10
0: for me. Also, I thought the fit was a little weird on the jacket.
1: Just like the way it fit him, you mean? Yeah, okay. it just
0: didn't quite look like as, as sleek as normal.
1: I thought you were just observing it overall, like, this fit was weird.
0: No, no, no. Like, I meant literally fit, how the jacket how fit. How it fit, <laughs> as
1: opposed to the term for an outfit fit yeah which i love well, this the fit was fit fire of the
0: jacket is the
1: fit is was correct. fire lauren in okay. the other context of the word but yeah i loved it <laughs> i loved it good job nick cannon
0: i respect your decision this is
1: what i want from you nick cannon keep doing this <laughs> i will love you lauren will be fine with it yeah <laughs> and what else could you want Uh, Also kind
0: of a fun thing, we had an extra masked guest. We did. Who I just assumed was going to be Joel McHale, but then it wasn't.
1: It it very easily could have been Joel McHale again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was Mr. TV, who made me think of um, George Lopez in Sharkboy and Lava Girl.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, I, I see that.
0: But... Oh, you're taking a picture of
1: me? No, stop. Keep going. Okay.
0: Uh, we're both wearing our Don't Talk to Me hoodies, by the way. Yes, So we that's are. fun. Um, but yeah, Mr. TV came out, and as soon as you started singing, we were like, oh, it's Wayne Brady. Because he won the Matt Singer and now he's coming back as a judge. Yeah. And all of the judges, after seeing him for a whole season and guessing Jamie Foxx and getting it wrong, still
1: Continued said to Jamie Foxx. Said, is this Jamie Foxx? You think it's Jamie Fox? I think it's Jamie Foxx. Sounds like Jamie. Yeah. Which, to be fair...
0: He if, does kind of sound like Jamie Foxx. I just feel like if TV, context clues, you well, know? <laughs> sure.
1: If Mr. TV would have unmasked himself and it would have been Jamie Foxx, I would not have been surprised.
0: Right. That's but, true. Yes,
1: no. It is hilarious after an entire season of guessing Jamie Foxx. And it actually being Wayne Brady, it happened again. Yeah, History I said, repeats itself, folks.
0: Like Wayne Brady was like, "How many times have I, have I sung for you? Yeah, for you to still mistake me as Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> I know. But let's talk about how good his voice is. God. Oh,
0: amazing! He's
1: incredible. Miss him. He is an, him every day. Yeah, he is an inc- an incredible vocalist, Even incredible Chris performer. Robbed. Yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's but tough they're both incredible performers. bring bring chris daughtry back as a guest I host. i'd him love as to a see judge him. i would love to see i him. love chris daughtry that would be great um okay let's one more overarching thing before we sort of jump into it uh, what do you think of the genie thing? That was sort of the gimmick this week.
0: Yeah, I thought that was the fun. Um, I also really liked the. Is Will Smith going to pop out of that
1: joke? <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. I
0: also thought it was funny that it's definitely a COVID thing that only Nick was allowed to touch the genie lamp. Oh, for
1: sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: And it, yeah, it, it, was was also, bit, it was also
1: funny how they did he like. found the, a way to
0: be like, ah, oh, you have too many hands. Yeah, I exactly. better rub the lamp for you. I also
1: thought it was funny how they like did the special effects and it was like, oh, this appeared. And then everyone was like, and wow, the that's were like, crazy. Wow. As, as if they like, didn't all right. switch him out and then say don't lie to me again don't lie to me mass singer i know how you work but um
0: it was fun though i liked it
1: yeah that was it i have one more overarching note but i'm gonna save it for when we get into the performances
0: um okay
1: yeah it's it's something that we talked about and that i think we're it's gonna just come up naturally so oh i know what this is okay
0: yeah Um, well it'll probably come up with our first performance so sure
1: could be could be. Who was our first performance, Lauren?
0: Mushroom.
1: Mushroom sang, If I Could Turn Back Time by share. share."
0: Fun fact, the first song to ever have autotune. Wow. Yeah.
1: That was a fun fact, Lauren. Thank you. Look at you bringing that in. <laughs> we, this is a an informational podcast, folks. No opinions here. All facts. It's basically stuff you should know. All facts. True. shout out stuff you should know that's (laughs) That's a a really that's a really good podcast actually Uh, and
0: we're not really competing with them so we do that. (laughs) yeah except
1: we're competing with everyone lauren i'm gonna edit that out okay (laughs) i'm gonna edit all of your parts out and it's just gonna be me talking into the void (laughs) oh my god okay (laughs) that would take infinitely longer than i would want it anyway
0: mushroom yes
1: if i could turn back time what do you think of the performance lauren
0: (sighs) i thought it was good but it could have been better I yep. just think, like, we heard kind of his natural voice as opposed to his falsetto a little bit, and I really liked it, and I want to hear more of that. And if if it is who it probably is, this person is, like, pretty known for his falsetto. Yeah. So I kind of want to hear him do his natural voice a little more.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So Jenny made the comment that said, Mushroom might be unbeatable. False. Absolutely incorrect. I'm Mu- just
0: like... M- maybe if the entire season was just Group C.
1: Well, yeah. If the but entire like- season was Group C, M- Mushroom, <laughs> Sun exists. Mushroom does not crack the Seahorse top three and for me. Exists. Yeah, exactly. No, those- yeah.
0: Those three are still the top for me, unless Mushroom, you know, shows us something really great. And Mushroom could, but Mushroom he hasn't could. yet.
1: Yeah, M- Mushroom has not shown us that other level that like. And once again, his first performance, which I thought was sort of like, oh, whoa, this is some something that no one has really done on the mass singer before. I I still thought it was just it was it was good. It was very good, don't get me wrong. But it just didn't blow me away. I, I in the the top 3 in my mind, which is Sun, Serpent, Seahorse. Absolutely. All three of them have had a song that has absolutely blown me away. Yeah. And Mushroom has not had that for me yet. Mushroom has had two good songs, but well,
0: and if you think about it, we've seen all three of those other performers twice. This was yes. Mushroom's second performance. Correct. This was Mushroom's time to blow us away. Yeah.
1: And he did not. He did not. Mushroom did well, not. Well, I blow was us literally, away.
0: after seeing all these performances, I was kind of like, I really don't know who's going home. Because I could yeah. see.
1: I knew Mushroom wasn't going home. I knew
0: Mushroom wasn't going home just because the judges have so much sway in the final vote. Yeah. But if it was purely down to audience, I think it could have gone anyway. Yeah.
1: Maybe. I still think Mushroom was Another probably... Another
0: stressful vote this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> uh, I still think Mushroom was probably the best. I still think probably yeah, the best performance of the I night. I think Mushroom was still the best. And let me transition that into my other overarching point in the fact that this is by far the worst group.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about something else, but yeah. No, we're,
1: I, I know what you're thinking, and we're going to okay. get to that in a second. That's a bit of a spoiler, if it's what... Is that what you're, is that what you're thinking of?
0: I think so. I was talking more about, <laughs> more about the conspiracy theory yes, part of it. Yes. Okay, we'll the, get into it. So, I'm sorry. So
1: we're we're, <laughs> this is we're, we're dancing <laughs> all of our stuff's on this Villard. It doesn't matter. No, we're we're dancing around a topic because it is a spoiler. Like we're avoiding talking about who we think it is because we we pretty much kind of know at this point yeah. because of things that we found. But we'll save that for a second, anyways. But back back to my point. This is by far like by far the worst group. I really think they should have mixed
0: it up a little better, especially because it seems like they're narrowing down. I don't know about Group B because it's bigger, but at least Groups A and C down to two people before they combine the groups. Yeah. Which is crazy because in Group A and B, if you narrow it down to two people, you're eliminating some really strong people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you narrow this down to two people, it's mushroom and jellyfish and like mushroom might be great. But he hasn't shown us that yet. Show it to and us. And jellyfish sure. just seems kind of fine. Show it to us.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, je- yeah. Jellyfish cannot compete with uh, any any with our big uh, three. With our big three, for sure. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. No. For for sure. I j- I just wanted to point that out. But granted, and and we're gonna talk about this as we get into more performances. Even the worst group of this season. Is still, still better than last
0: season. <laughs> still
1: better than last season. Because even the person who got out this week, I think would have made it like top six of last year. Yeah. To be honest, so I, I just think that goes to show you sort, of, sort dig of the it. talent like, level they that we have. They had some
0: some huge celebrities in season three, sure. but only I would say only a few people who were I really they have really some big great singers. So far. I mean, absolutely but I'm just saying that like I think they were more looking for celebrity than singing sure, talent sure, in that's season fair, 3 that's fair
1: but yeah do you have anything else to talk about Mushroom's performance
0: um yeah no, not a whole lot with motion okay. performance. So yeah,
1: no. Um so let's talk about the clues then. Um, clues. So, uh, we had a clue package. Each week I find an article that's worse and worse about keeping up with the clues, and I don't <laughs> understand it. I guess I might we, we gotta might start just writing have to start em. doing it. But that takes away from it watching and anyway, we'll figure it out. So basically Uh, this clue package was a lot of Mean Girl references. There was a burn book, North Spore High School. Visual clues included a deer and the kangaroo costume from last season in the burn book. There was an egg and orange juice along with three black beetles. Beetle juice? As Mushroom spoke of having been surrounded by strange food and customs. Santa Claus made an appearance, and Mushroom said he was a nerd and an outcast whose weirdness led him here. Huh.
0: Also, there was a line that said mushrooms get a bad rap. So I thought maybe something about bad rap.
1: Uh, sure, uh, um, uh, the genie clue, which was you know the clue with the with the with the lamp, yeah, uh, was a brain like a jello brain.
0: Yeah, well, it, presumably, it, I was telling Jackson. I was like, I think if they wanted it to really look like a brain, they would have gotten like a plastic brain. You know what I mean? But I feel like this was clearly meant to be like a jello brain. Sure,
1: you know? and then uh, going along with that, Mushroom said, "A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but it makes for a pretty sweet clue."
0: Yeah, and a mind is a terrible thing to waste is a line from Get Out. Yeah. Um I feel like Well, so Jacob said, at least I didn't look it up, right. to be honest.
1: <laughs> I also feel like that just seems like a, a popular like saying. I don't know. Yeah. Um It seems a little ominous, I don't know. Yeah. But true. I mean
0: that so the fact that it's a jello brain leads me to think that it could be a reference to something that's more of like a Halloween party movie, you know what I mean? <laughs> or like okay, sure. well, you know, or just something where it's like, oh, it's Spooky, but it's more of a party, yeah. you know. Or what it it's means? like the
1: idea of like eating brains. So like maybe like a zombie type. Yeah, thing?
0: I thought maybe a yeah. zombie thing too. Yeah, but um, I don't know. So or just when they eat brains in Umbrella Academy season two, in Vanya's flashback. Sure, it's a deep cut.
1: I don't think it's anyone from Umbrella Academy. Though. No, it's not. <laughs> but so we're, now we're going to talk about sort of the spoiler thing that we we had. So if you don't like these things that that like we've found rhymes thing yeah
0: pretty much
1: <laughs> dang it okay the
0: sun thing <laughs> like whatever. the
1: sun thing that you might want to fast forward a couple minutes um but otherwise if you're fine with that if you just want to know what we know stick around okay so basically as with leanne rhymes having a cover and of Tori a song kelly. <laughs> and Tori kelly having a cover of a song that they sang on youtube so does mushroom yeah so, what what was the first week one song again?
0: Um, a Woman's Work, I believe.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. this person, who we know to be Jordan Fisher, had a cover... Jordan Fisher,
0: just a little casual backstage cover from when he was in
1: Hamilton. Correct, which would make sense for the Hamilton clues. Yeah, but Jordan-
0: it's also so many Hamilton clues. Sure,
1: sure, 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 sure. However, so so a little background about Jordan Fisher, who we think that Mushroom is. He replaced Anthony Ramos uh, in Hamilton. Um, On Broadway. He also took on the lead role of Evan Hansen in Dear Evan Hansen. He's also starred in Netflix films uh, To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, and Work It. Um, Yeah, he does a lot of stage stuff, uh, obviously more recently doing TV, things like that. So obviously those Hamilton clues from week one would make sense. Also kind of makes sense that they guessed Anthony Ramos. Yeah. You know, could could be a clue there. Also, one of the clues, one of the things this week... um, uh, Said so he was a nerd and an outcast whose weirdness led him here. He, I feel like he was
0: Evan and Dear Evan Hansen, yeah,
1: and and that that sort of describes that character. But so part of that conspiracy is. How does the mass singer have three covers that they just missed on the internet That's of what of, I'm saying. of people? And and it's if you if you are yeah, if you are fast forwarding, we're not gonna mention any more specifics here about not people. any more names. Yes, but we're gonna talk about our conspiracy. So it does it doesn't make sense because you would think with three people having covers of songs that they sang that it has to be intentional. But why would it be intentional?
0: My only, Why the only thing bar? we can think of is like, what if they're really just punking us right now? And they and got celebrities the who we can think? reliably imitate these other people's voices. See, It could be a different celebrity. And I think, I think the other two sound exactly like them, but yes. this one does not sound exactly like I, it. I would agree. There are a couple of little like swoops in the vocals that sound like uh, Mushroom, but yeah. the rest of the song, there are some parts that don't really sound like Mushroom's performance.
1: I would
0: my I Singer, would die. Massacre already one of my favorite shows.
1: It would just be catapulted to new heights if they did that. Because that is so many levels ahead of anyone thinking. Like, that that would be wild. I'm afraid it's not.
0: I Yeah, I especially for the other two. They just it, sound so, it just so sounds, much like it. It
1: sounds exactly. This one, I
0: still have a tiny bit of doubt. Like this one, I could believe it's someone who watched, you know, that person's cover and was like, I'm going to imitate that. But the other two, like, especially because the vocals are so insane, (laughs) it would be very hard for anyone. That's like someone to imitate that would have to be incredibly talented. So,
1: so another thing that I think will be interesting to watch with Mushroom is, so the person who we think it is, is a, is a very good dancer. And Mushroom's costume as it stands right now is a bit restrictive. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they're going to take that off, like if strip it down a little bit, sprout a little bit. bit. Don't don't a little bit. <laughs> It'll be interesting to watch. But then but, we'll
0: lose the squirrel.
1: Yeah, that's true. We w- we will miss the squirrel, which is a- absolutely adorable. Yeah. But, yeah. Unless
0: he's trying to purely go off his singing voice which may- which, is I don't fair, which is fair, which is fine. And again, fine. I just want more of his natural singing voice because it's so good. Yes. I get that his falsetto might be more of what makes him unique, but I, yeah. if he tries to win on falsetto, it will not work. Yeah.
1: And I would say this week's song was much less falsetto.
0: Yeah, it had less, but...
1: It was still in that range, though. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But yes, that is Mushroom. Any, any final thoughts?
0: Anyway, I would still love it to be Nate Roos.
1: Yeah, it's. Not. It's just
0: the clues don't really match up, <laughs> and the this voice, week.
1: the voice. Now that we heard his. Uh, singing voice uh, Whatever. is... Whatever. Uh. However, I will say, because you guessed Bruce, I've been listening to Fun's album from 2012. Very good. It is a banger. If you haven't heard that album before, you've probably heard the songs uh, some, some Nights, Nights We uh, Are Young, and Carry On, because those yeah. were the three famous songs from that album. The entire album is great. He has an incredible voice. So well, this and also that... his
0: other stuff from uh, the format is pretty good, before yeah. Fun, also which th- I was not aware of until I guessed him, and then sure. I listened to some of that.
1: Their first album is pretty decent, too, it's not as good as uh, some nights, but it's still pretty good. Anyways, anywho, let's anywho. move on. Let's move on. All right, to broccoli. broccoli.
0: Chop broccoli. broccoli. Okay. I still think it's Dana Carvey. In case okay. you. Well, <laughs> well that's Jumping not a spoiler.
1: No, nah, I'm kidding. So broccoli <laughs> saying hello by Lionel Richie this week. Yeah. This week. Uh, What do you think of broccoli's performance?
0: I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was. You know, it was good to hear someone who was probably like an older comedian yeah. not do a song that's totally a joke. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. were still, it was still funny because he was like, I'm going to show my sultry side. Sure. But like. And he did.
1: He sounded good. Did. I thought I was I was kind of impressed by his performance. Yeah, I think it's it's Like, definitely... the bar is kind
0: of low, but I was
1: impressed. <laughs> it was because the bar is low that I was impressed. I would say, but like you said, you can tell it's an older uh, uh, comedian, actor, singer, whatever, what have you, what have you be. However, it was still good, and it it was it was definitely different, and I think partially that's why they stayed. Is because yeah. it was it was a little bit different than what they were uh, they showed us well, last week.
0: I think his performance, we kind of talked about this, was better than Squiggly Monsters. Yeah. But Squiggly Monsters was more fun, so yeah. that was why I thought it was a toss
1: up. Sure. It, it, with the audience, it's hard to tell, especially at, at this stage of the game. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down costumes because the costumes in the back were weird again. Oh,
0: so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just had morph suits with like a little broccoli head.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just unhinged. Love I'm pretty it. sure Love they United had faces
0: Singer. on it, like uh, like the banana one. They too. definitely had faces, yeah,
1: and it was a bit disturbing. Yeah, but anywho, so uh, let's get into the clues. We shall had some kind
0: of crazy clues. We did this one. So
1: broccoli talked about his success story. Visual clues included food fellas, like Goodfellas, an homage to Goodfellas, Copacabana, the number nine hundred, Big Cheese, a guitar, and the number three seven two six five. There was also an anchor, a ham or Canadian bacon, and pineapple pizza. He spoke of dinner with a legendary friend his friend, and his genie clue was a roulette wheel on the back on the black twenty six.
0: Oh, and there was also a clock that said six a.m.
1: Uh yes, that was on the the oven that was heating up the pizza. Yes. So judges' guesses were Jason Alexander, Wayne Newton. And Martin Short. So... Lauren, you talk.
0: Yeah, I gotta say one thing. With Jason Alexander, I have seen every episode of Seinfeld. But Jason Alexander also does have a Broadway background, and he is a better singer than that. Yeah. I mean, even there's an episode of Seinfeld where he sings Master of the House, and it sounds better, you know.
1: To to jump off of that, Wayne Newton is six feet, two inches tall, so it's impossible that he could be Broccoli. Fair. Fair. Period.
0: <laughs> um, Martin Short is definitely a good guess. We've been throwing that around a lot.
1: I kind of want it to be Martin Short at this point. I He's think been it would be interesting so much.
0: <laughs> I just feel like I have a hard time just envisioning Martin Short's head popping out of the broccoli costume. Like, I don't know okay. why. It just isn't sitting right in my head. Sure. Um, But yeah, I still think it's Santa Carvey. So Jenny did that whole thing where she said 37265. She figured out what that could spell from a, a typical. You know, numerical thing like you're dialing a phone uh, the best word that she came up with was Frank we tried it too that was also the best word we came up with aside from drink um, and I looked up a connection between Frank and Dana Carvey and Dana Carvey did play Frank Zappa in a few sketches on SNL um, Could be so a that's connection. a thing yeah. it would be a deep cut but it is a thing he also did a sketch called Guitar Humor which could be the guitar on the wall thing um, yeah yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I'm, I'm. He has lots of famous friends, so we could definitely have dinner with a famous friend. Sure. Um, but yeah, we're not quite sure. I tried to look up. So the Copacabana, right? I looked up where is the Copacabana? It's 1060th Street. So I looked up, okay, what is 960th Street? And there is one in Brooklyn. It is a perfect furniture store. Sure. So probably a dead end.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say Probably.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so I, I don't know what the Copacabana thing is unless maybe Dana Carvey did a, you know, a, a joking cover of that maybe. Sure, I don't know. Sure,
1: sure. So, listen to this, Lauren. Okay. I just found this. I was looking up famous um, famous Vegas headliners, right? Okay. And, uh, Frank, oh, yeah, because
0: of the roulette thing.
1: Yes. So, Frank Marino. Um, Frank Marino... Is not the person who I actually. This Frank Marino is not the person who I think it is. Uh, Frank Marino is a man who is f- uh, famous for uh, cross-dressing comedy impressions of like imitating female stars like uh, like Celine Dion, Cher, etc. Um, so maybe, but I also looked up. A dip- I looked up Frank Marino, and the first thing that came up was an Italian Canadian guitarist, leader of the Canadian hard rock band Mahogany Rush. And Italian, because of all like the mobster clues and stuff like that, Canadian, sure. Canadian bacon, guitarist, guitar <laughs> in the clue. It's absolutely not this Frank Marino. Yeah, I don't I've never heard of Think, <laughs> I, 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 Yeah, it's no. Well, he has been compared to jimmy hendrix as one of the most underrated guitarists of the 70s oh wow so if it was frank marino maybe i just i just i don't know well it's i mean it's not. just that
0: like the fact that you have to go through all those numbers to find the word frank does make it seem like it could literally be someone named frank yeah you know i mean that's because like that's probably true. a tough thing to figure out that they didn't expect jenny to get right off the bat
1: sure you no know? <laughs> yeah no totally totally so, I just I can't tell how tall this Frank Marino is cuz huh. that's this person is definitely short. And one thing that I will say is um they have been sort of hyping this person up as someone who's a little bit larger, and I don't think that this is someone who's larger.
0: No, it's definitely a very it's, someone it's a who's padded costume. Skinny
1: for sure. Or so at least like,
0: not like whoever it is does not have like the broccoli pot belly.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I can't. It. I can't see. It's. I would say Dana sure
0: Carvey lame. is a lanky man, but um. Well,
1: anyway. he's short too, though.
0: He is short. Yeah. I mean, lanky just because like he he's a kind of like very skinny, wears baggy clothes sure, kind of guy.
1: Sure. Obviously, the other guess is um, Joe Pesci, <laughs> because of the good fella's clues, because of the height. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm still lucky at Dana Carvey.
1: I think Dana Carvey is probably the best guess that I have right now.
0: I would not be that surprised if it was Martin Short, but Dana
1: Carvey. Yeah, I would I just say. Really
0: wanted to be Dana. Carvey. I, I,
1: I'm I'm gonna go with Dana Carvey. Uh, Frank Marino as my second guess. <laughs>
0: I, solid. You found sure. that all by yourself. Whatever. I it's, it. it's
1: wrong. It's incorrect. This is just me just looking at stuff. The, the, the screen rant prediction, which is the article that I pulled up, uh. says Paul Anka, and I don't know who that who? is. I Yeah. So if it is Paul Anka, then... Sure. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's like a, a, a Canadian singer or something.
0: Okay. Maybe he's famous in Canada.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't maybe. have
0: the mass singer in Canada yet, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He had to come down here.
1: Yeah, true, 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 true. true. Anyhow. All right,
0: let's move on to our uh, penultimate performance of the night, Squiggly Monster.
1: Well, don't we save that to the end, usually?
0: You're right. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) Let's move on to what was our last performance of the night, but will not be our last performance of the episode. Jellyfish. Jellyfish.
1: Jellyfish. So, Jellyfish sang Crazy by Patsy Cline, and what did you think of this performance?
0: I thought it was the best performance of the night. Wow that was a low bar. That's strong. I, I enjoyed this one more than mushrooms to
1: be honest. I I definitely thought it was competing for the best performance of the night at the very least. Um, uh, some of our housemates that we watched it with did not like it as much and yeah. I was kind of confused by that because I definitely Me thought too. it was good.
0: I thought it was good.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I thought this was someone using their talents. In a more effective way than I think Mushroom used their talents, which I think was why I like this one more. Sure,
1: I think that's a that's a good call, Lauren.
0: Um, However, I just I don't think Jellyfish has a lot of room to grow beyond her first performance in this. I think
1: Jellyfish is kind of yeah, yeah.
0: And I am still excited to see what Mushroom can do for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the clues for this one. So Jellyfish said she's normally competitive and but her nerves got the best of her last week. Visual clues included a papa jellyfish with glasses, a projector, USS Big Bird, yoga, a candle, cereal box, a lightsaber, and a clock with 720 on it. She said she was normally the best at what she does and that her parents sacrificed careers so she could follow her dreams. She thanked her father. Her genie clue was a tiger. She said you would earn your stripes if you figured out the clue. Okay. You know... The more that I hear this, the more I think it's an athlete. And that totally throws off any of our guesses that stripes. we had. Well, just the Earn Your Stripes says she's normally competitive. Talking about her parents, like, getting up early for stuff. I, I played, did
0: guess Simone Biles before. Well, too,
1: I, I played travel baseball as a youth, and you have to get up early even for my small yeah. level of that. No,
0: I did competitive cheerleading, and even though we slept in rollers, we still had to get up at, like, 5 a.m.
1: yeah. Hold on, yeah, talk a little bit about...
0: Okay, uh, so some of the judges' guesses, they guessed Lionel Richie's daughter, they guessed uh, Lana Condor, sorry, I don't know Lionel Richie's daughter's name, do you know it?
1: Uh, no.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lionel Richie's daughter, uh, which is funny, because there was a Lionel Richie song, um, yeah. but, and then Hallie Bailey, who you might know from uh, the R&B duo, Chloe, Chloe by Hallie? Chloe X Halle, I don't know. Sure. Um, and also, she was semi-recently announced as Ariel in the live-action Disney Little Mermaid movie. Um, I think, I did look into it a little bit. Lana Condor, I think, is my guess. Okay. Um. So, she is, uh, she was born in Vietnam and was actually adopted by the Condors who were her parents. Sure. Which, I mean, that kind of gives me a vibe of, like, that... You know, I mean if I feel like if you choose to adopt a kid, that's definitely I I could see why she would view their parents view her parents in the way that she does. Um she has sure. an adopted brother as well. Um and I know they did show the little family. It looked like it was a family of 4, potentially a family of 5. Um so that's a thing too. Yeah. And um also, she doesn't have so I did look up cuz she's a YouTuber. Um, in addition to being uh, to all the help me out, 12
1: boys I love before, yes,
0: all the boys I love before. Yes, to all the boys I love before. Um, but she hasn't really ever sung live. She has released a little bit of music on YouTube. like two sure. months ago, she released a song with a lyric video that sounds like it could definitely be jellyfish. But she also I, since I can't find any live performances of her and she doesn't seem to have any super developed, you know, albums or even an EP or anything like that, that does make me think that she's someone who's kind of just getting into music. This might be really the first time she's performed. She's she's uh, sung live. Yeah. You know, so that would explain her nerves a little bit. And again, I just think it could sound like her. So that is my guess. Lana Condor stealing it from the judges.
1: Yeah. I think that's pretty good. I think that's a solid guess. I'm going to say why I don't think it's either Chloe or Halle Bailey or... They are too good. They are far They're too good. They're just too good. If you look up... Them singing, they have incredible control over their voice. They whether sing live. live
0: or on there. Well, and they've
1: records. been on multiple tours. They've like opened for Beyonce before on tours. Like, I just don't think they would be nervous at all. I don't exactly. even think they would talk about their nerves getting the best of them. We also looked up. Did you talk about? I was sorry. China Anne McClain. Yes. I did not talk about China okay. McClain. So uh, another one of our guesses was potentially China Ann McClain, who we have thought about before for a uh for Sun. I think actually was when we first.
0: Do we really Actually, wow. yeah.
1: At least with the clues. Oh, cuz
0: the Disney stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh but China Anne McClain was on the Disney show Ant Farm. She was also in the Disney Descendants movies. Yeah. Um so we we thought about her potentially as Jellyfish. However, we also looked up her singing and she sounds great too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So In some of her Disney stuff, when she sings, she sounds like she could maybe be jellyfish, but that is, again, a little more developed. I found a video of her singing live as like a tribute to Whitney Houston. She was dressed up as Whitney Houston, singing a Whitney Houston song, and she sounded incredible. Yeah. And I just don't understand why someone would go to the jellyfish place when they could go to the Whitney Houston place. For sure.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, Especially on her second performance, I think she would have gone to that by now if she had it. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, yeah, I need to look do more research because I, I do think it's an athlete now that yeah. I that I look at those clues. Yeah, for I sure. I still
0: don't hate my Simone Biles guess. There are no real clues that lead up to it aside from the whole potentially like the parents getting up super early to go to things kind of deal. Sure. Um, but then there was also that kind of martial arts thing too. Um, there was the yeah. the bow staff. Yeah, as that's well, true. Like smashing the cereal.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. Maybe this is someone who was on a cereal box.
1: That see, that's what I was. I was thinking like a cereal se- because that would make sense, or at least the idea of like an athlete on a cereal box. I feel sure. like is a well, like a, a really a iconic
0: athlete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think like they've guessed Gabby Douglas. They guessed that last week. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't. To be honest, I don't know what Gabby Douglas sounds like speaking or singing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But, I mean, I could see it being an athlete.
1: Yeah, no, totally. All
0: right. Should we move on to our next, our last person?
1: Yeah, I guess we should, shouldn't we? All
0: right. If we get more guesses about Jellyfish, you'll hear it. Yes, you will. (laughs)
1: Don't you worry. All right. So, moving on to the person I started talking about, Squiggly Monster. Yes. So, as you know, if you watched the episode, which I'm sure you did, Squiggly Monster got out this week. Sad. I really liked Squiggly Monster's week one performance. This one certainly did not live up. To that performance, yeah, it was I, fun. Well, and see, the thing is, though, this squealy monster was almost like the rhino of this season. He just didn't go nearly as far because the competition was so much better. I felt yeah. like their voices were similar. They both had the were the big lovable fellas. Yeah, he just didn't get as much because there was so much more talent. Yep. But anywho, let's talk. Let's talk mm-hmm. about their. I guess what did they sing? Uh, they sing.
0: Oh, I can, uh, I'm like so close to being able to hear it again in my head. I just don't remember. I accidentally clicked it's away so to another article. Ugh. Um,
1: it's so recognizable. It's, I can't get no satisfaction That's by it. the Rolling That's Stones. It. I
0: can't get no. Ba-da-da. Okay. So, Squiggly Monster. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought that there was a risk that Broccoli could go home this week just because Squiggly Monsters was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. Should we talk about clues?
1: I guess we can. All right. So he blah, talked blah, blah, about
0: canvassing a
1: lot of politics yeah, stuff. Yeah, there were a lot of politics clues. He said an
0: inconvenient truth, which made, you know, people think Al Gore. Uh, he was in a cornfield that exploded into popcorn. Yeah. Um. There was, he was with someone, like, next to someone in a Groucho Marx mask. And then the, a, an emperor penguin walked behind them. There were a bunch of cannoli. Um. Yeah, and then his genie lamp clue was a teddy bear, and he said something about bearing it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this was Bob Saget. Yeah. Squiggly Monster turned out to be Bob Saget, classic comedian, actor on the show Full House, America's Funniest Videos host. To medium Bob Saget. The clues matched up. I was also thinking tall comedian. I just went with a different one. Yeah. (laughs) Who I knew much less about. And Bob Saget, actually, a much bigger name than Pete Holmes. So. Yeah. And Bob Saget's a big get. Like, he's a a famous man. He's a big get. Yeah. For
0: sure. Yeah, I think it's funny how none of the judges mentioned Bob Saget, and then at the end, every single one of them was like, "I knew it was Bob, Saget, Bob Saget, Saget, Saget the whole time." Yeah. I I do I wonder like, okay. if
1: if they had guessed it before and, and they cut it because producers they were like, it. "Y'all gotta stop." Well, especially too, if he Bob had Saget. turned out
0: to be kind of a rhino kind of person, if he would have made it farther, I could see them not wanting to say, "Oh, for sure." You know, yeah. in the very first episode.
1: Yeah, but obviously he did yeah. not, which is a bit unfortunate because I definitely liked Bob Sa- or <laughs> Squiggly Monster, yeah. as we know as Bob Saget.
0: I also liked that he got Nick a hat.
1: He did get Nick a hat. That was kind of cute. That was nice. Kind of cute. cute. Uh, wh- One fun thing about just Bob Saget as a man, you know, I grew up knowing him... As one of the dads on Full House, right? Mm-hmm. But Bob Saget, known as one of the raunchiest comedians <laughs> in the past 50 years or so. Yeah. Which is just such a such a departure from what I know him as oh, in my yeah. mind. Seems
0: weird to see that face saying...
1: That stuff. Well, yeah, and I, I think I, I, when I got older, I looked up like something. I don't know why I looked up Bob Sagan, but I saw like some of his comedy stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And I started listening to it. And I was like, "And then Jesus you were scarred Christ. for life." Yeah, th- <laughs> it is just it is horrendous. <laughs> it is, he is he is a raunchy raunchy man, and you look at that face, and you're like. That doesn't match up. I don't think that yeah. should make sense. These two things should not <laughs> correlate in the universe. However, On, like they a family do. show, you yeah, exactly. Well, and that—that's the thing. Full House, America's Funniest Videos, both super family friendly. Like those are the two shows you think of, like a whole family sitting down in front of the TV and watching. Yeah. And yet you have Bob Saget over here.
0: It just makes me wonder, like, why did he get cast in Full House and stuff? If people looked at his stand-up and were like, you know, who would be a good wholesome dad? Bob, Bob Saget.
1: <laughs> I wonder what the reaction was like at the time. I mean, I don't know when he started doing, like, a bunch of his comedy oh, I stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it was before or, before or Full after. I guess I assume before Full House, but yeah, I could have think... been after. I
0: don't really know much about Bob Saget, to be honest. Yeah, but we know he <sighs> Aside was The Singer. from that, he's famous, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly, exactly. And he's Squiggly Monster. And he is Squiggly Monster.
0: <sighs> anyway.
1: Uh... Yeah.
0: What else? Um, I think those are really all of our big things.
1: Yeah, I think so too. For this week, yeah.
0: So next week we are seeing Group A again for the finals, which is crazy because they have to get that group down to two people,
1: which is wild.
0: So yeah, so it's let me see who's all left in Group A. There's Sun, there is Sun, owls, Snow Owls, and Popcorn popcorn that's it yeah i i really wonder i i hope they do like a smackdown kind of thing again or something because i feel like only having three people perform like
1: it's gonna be hard it
0: works for the finale but it seems weird to do it this early
1: who do you think is gonna be getting the boot
0: snow owls really unless they really do something crazy i just think popcorn is much better than snow owls and there's no way sun's getting out
1: i think snow owls are gonna survive on the novelty i think popcorn's out i really do
0: well, I have no faith <laughs> in humanity. So I mean, that's maybe fair. I feel the same.
1: I, I, I just I don't know. Popcorn, if they break out of the me, egg, they'll move on.
0: If they don't,
1: they're gone. <laughs> Relying so much on the egg, which we have hoped to that they would peck out of by by now, but uh, I don't know. It, it'll it'll be good. It'll be great to hear Sun sing again. Yeah, I'm I just so don't think that there's enough that.
0: variety in what snow owls can do unless they break out of the egg.
1: I think that's a good point.
0: Because all they've really done so far is like, oh, pretty harmony duets.
1: Yeah. 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 Anyway. I hope it's Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Because I have not been right on too many of my guesses so far
0: this year.
1: <laughs> so I'm
0: clinging to Dana Carvey. <laughs> it would be a
1: nice to win one. But... You don't listen to us so that we win. You listen to us because we're ridiculous. And Yay. thank you for doing so. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you around for making it this far. For another wow. full episode. In the middle there, I got totally... rambled. I got totally lost in looking up potential athletes for jellyfish. So I'm going to have to put something together so it's not totally worthless. But that was our episode. I hope <laughs> yeah. you enjoyed it. Uh, once again, like us on all of our socials. At whoisthatpod on Instagram and Twitter. Email pod? us at uh who is, who that, is that at podcast@gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns or just want to say hey give us an itunes review please we would love you forever yeah i think that's it that's it i think that's it
0: all right love you guys
1: love you Bye-bye. on oh. with the,
0: that. the masked singer podcast